0: How dope was it when you see Aaron Rodgers walking in to Lambeau Field, or I guess their practice facility, and you see him wearing a homage shirt made in Columbus, Ohio?
1: He had a Dwight – no, he had – what's his face from the office on there? Yeah, but it's a homage shirt. Oh. Yeah, Uh. they're making all those shirts. Don't argue with
0: me about homage. What's homage? homage the the pretty much the most famous shirt out there now that a rod's wearing it it's that it has a little h on the side they make a ton of really they started out just making local shirts for sports teams like the buckeyes and now they're just all over but it's just like the most comfortable shirt you're ever going to wear and big a rod comes out wearing it showing up to the facility finally getting him back involved in the team but no it was really cool to see him wearing that but i do want to dive deep into aaron Rodgers. But first so,
1: off so uh, by the way, for all our loyal listeners, I believe you and I both said he would be there day one, what, like six weeks ago? Yeah. We know. Yeah. You know. We know. But we'll all the just, so, we'll all the sources we, we have. But that's, yeah. That's hey, two know. podcasts in a row. He's all pissed off. He's a
0: little butthole. But welcome to episode twenty four of all the X Points Podcast. One all, episode away.
1: Also um, known as our Kobe episode.
0: The Kobe episode. But, yeah, one episode away from the giveaway for the hats. We got a few few in- entered into that contest, which I'm still yet to see my hat, but Max just got them in last week, and they look dope.
1: Yep, posted a picture on the Facebook page.
0: Does our, uh, our loyal listener slash guest have one already? He does. Nice. Heck, yeah. I want to ask him um, later how it fits and everything, but, no, I want to dive in uh, directly. I guess, you know, first we can do the podcast for the week, which – is a maker's mark this week, but Ooh. it's a special release. It's called the Brownie Sunday, what? and I can prom. Yeah, so they make <clears throat> special releases now, and they kind of do flavor profiles. I can promise you one thing: you can taste the chocolate, but this one comes out hot at a whopping one hundred nine point four proof. You want to make it through the podcast? Yeah, I just had a little sip. So, Mr. Aaron is a little sicky poo right now. So. We're not we're not feeling too hot, but
1: did you just it. prefer refer to yourself in third person? Mm-hmm. A
0: Rod, Aaron, A P, whatever you want to call me. My brother calls me A Rod, so I'm basically Aaron Rodgers. But so what's War- it
1: what's this show called again?
0: <clears throat> what show? The show we're on.
1: The show we're doing.
0: All the X Points podcast. I already said it. You don't listen to me. I don't. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, now episode twenty four. Max, what are we gonna talk about today? Even though I just changed it on you.
1: You did. You, uh, what is it, cut the legs out from underneath the producer. But we kept every, pretty much everything I was going to talk about. Uh, since we missed last week, since Aaron was having some children issues, because he has three, uh, we're going to do a NBA Finals recap. Um, Aaron's still sad about it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about Tokyo, what's happening over there. Uh, gosh. Uh, anything and everything, whole lot's going on. Um, yeah, we do the whole podcast on that. I've been wanting to discuss electric cars, we're going to push that another week, whatever. Um, we're going to talk about Aaron's Cleveland Guardians. Shut up. Um, our guest this week, so we're going to talk about the gym I go to and his 50% of his business, CrossFit Skyfall. What yep. the hell is CrossFit and why does it work? So, in honor of Bruce being on the podcast, we're going to do the Mount Rushmore of lifts, like oh, yeah. our favorite lifts that you do. But oh yeah, we got to start in quote unquote, as Aaron Rodgers said today: people don't go to Green Beef, Green Bay for a vacation; they go to go there to play with me. End quote.
0: Yeah. Well, that's kind How of about what
1: me? you know.
0: It it's tough. You know, I, first off, he's not wrong. Uh, he's I not mean, up. but it is Green Bay at the end of the day. Green Bay has always been a landing spot for people. They've always had the team around them. But I do think it's funny that he says that. No, they've that. always had a quarterback. Yeah, you know what's funny? They have two of the best quarterbacks that ever play the game. And how many Super Bowls in the last 24 years? Three of the best quarterbacks that ever played. The no, game. yeah, but – yes, yeah, correct. But in the past 24 years, how many Super Bowls?
1: Two, right? Two,
0: that's it. They, Brett Farr had one there. And A Rod had one there, and it wasn't even A Rod's best year. They went nine and seven, wild card spot,
1: and went and won. Yeah, their won. defense was good that year. That's the yeah, that's the year Matthews went crazy. Year.
0: It was, but it was also Aaron went crazy in the playoffs. So, and then they went fifteen and one the next year and ended up losing in the in the playoffs. But yeah, and I think in the first or second round. But yeah, I mean he's not wrong, but it is funny he says that. And the only guy, the main guy who he wanted to bring in was Randall Cobb. So I don't know if you saw that. Randall Cobb is back. He's back. And it makes a lot of sense because Aaron wants a guy out there he trusts. Mm -hmm. He wants a guy out there who he has chemistry with. I mean, on top of everyone he already has chemistry with, obviously. I mean, you know, he's still got. um, The number
1: one rated Madden wide receiver, uh Devontae Adams.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he's got a lot of other pieces. Remind me, is Lazard still there?
1: yeah. No, Lizard, he's still yeah. he's still there. Um, yeah. Okay. My boy, who I keep picking up late in fantasy, and then he does one good game and then does nothing. his yeah, exactly. Valdez
0: Scantling. Yeah, but he he has it's either he does nothing or he has four catches for four touchdowns and 380 yards. Literally, that's like and, his stat line. Yeah. But they got rid of a a big piece in their backfield, but they still have Aaron Jones and they have A.J. Dillon. Uh, but getting rid of Jamal Williams is going to open up Aaron Jones a lot. So we'll see how that goes. And A.J. Dillon, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll, a. you'll see A.J. Dillon get a lot more carries, but Aaron Jones is going to get a lot more touches in the passing game, which is going to be absolutely fantastic for him for fantasy. Um, but, no, I mean, overall, Aaron's not wrong, and I think what he's doing is right. He wants to make more decisions. And it's weird that Green Bay doesn't let him because you look at other teams around that – or other successful quarterbacks, Tom Brady for one – I mean, he goes out and he says what he wants, and they do it. Tom, that's exactly what happened in Tampa Bay. So, so I think I,
1: I think I've asked you this on here before because of Rogers and Watson and Brady. But do you think Rogers is wrong in his press conference, where basically the reporter that asked him the question was, "Why the hell do you think you should get a say in anything? And do you why think you, went, should, or went or you went off? should?" Yeah.
0: I mean, I think he should because I think at this point in his career – But and, how much of a say? Well, that's like, the question. Like, yeah. I mean, he can't uh, – I think, I think everything has to come with, with reason. Within reason, I can't – I don't think he can sit here and say, I want to be the highest-paid quarterback in the league. Right. Oh, by the way, you need to go out and get this guy, this guy, and this guy. Because that's not what Brady does. Brady never is the highest-paid quarterback in the league.
1: He never has been. No. He's, he's he, never been close. At one point, he was making 9 or $10 million in New England just so he could have a team around him. But so, but the way his contract spell was written, money was deferred and money was turned into signing bo- bonuses. So it's not right. like he didn't get paid, but he still had a team friendly contract. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think um, I think it makes sense for Aaron to have some kind of say, but I think uh, at the same time, you know, he. He wants to leave, and he's just there because he wants to get paid and he wants to have one more year there. I think he wants to leave Green Bay on a good note because of the fans. He's always said he cares a lot about the fans. So I think he's going to go out there, give it his all, and I think he's done after this year. I think, honest to God, I think we're going to see him in a 49ers jersey next
1: year. Did you see what him and Devontae Adams posted on Instagram? Uh, Yeah. Posted that picture of Michael and Scotty with the Last Dance Mm
0: -hmm. documentary. Yeah. 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 So – I mean, I don't know. Uh, I love A-Rod. You know that. I, I really want to see him succeed, but I just don't know. I mean, it's it's pretty much a given that the best two teams in the N- NFC are the two teams with a 43-year-old quarterback in, what, 38, 37? Rodgers? Yeah.
1: I think 38.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, regardless, you know, these guys don't have a lot of time left. That's why I seriously see him being in San Francisco after this.
1: I really do. He's well, going to get Trey, a team. Trey Lance on that contract today doesn't matter.
0: Look at it means, means
1: nothing to you.
0: No, not at all. If you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers and bring him in, let Trey Lance sit behind Aaron Rodgers for one year. That's all he needs. Aaron Rodgers will go there for one year because he wants to play in San Francisco. And he don't only will,
1: want to play for one more year though. Do you think
0: after this year?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would. I don't think he. It was wants just to play the MVP. Too.
0: Yeah, but he's also a guy. After this offseason, he said, you know he, he he has other he has a lot of other things that he's into, and I don't think football is the end all be all for him. Especially if he wins another Super Bowl,
1: or if he wins, or if uh, he gets hired as the Jeopardy host,
0: right? But if he seriously wins another Super Bowl in Green Bay or goes to a team like Denver, which I don't think he can win in Denver, I think he need to go to San Francisco. No. But if he goes to San Francisco and wins, I I think it's a no brainer for him that he would retire. Uh, well, I think
1: we both said in Shanahan's offense he would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's
0: no doubt. He he would, yeah, if he had a better team around him, that he has been, it's been kind of mind-blowing at what the Packers have done as an organization. Everyone says it's the Packers, it's Lambeau Field, you know, you want to go they there and play They there. did it to
1: Favre, too. I mean, it's I mean, ridiculous. Their ownership they, is important. They did it to Jordy Nelson, they did it to Charles Woodson, mm-hmm. they did it to Randall Cobb once. They did it to Uh, a lot of players. I mean, Charles Woodson went to Oakland and, what, was it all pro first team, second team?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because they always have a quarterback, so they find ways to win. Right. So you never hear it. But now that Aaron Rodgers has been so outspoken and a straight-up asshole, it's been out there. And it's funny because everyone's like, oh, we hate Aaron Rodgers. No, I don't think you can say you hate Aaron Rodgers just based off of what he is saying. I think you need to be put in his position. At the end of the day, I also understand when people say, well, look at how much money he's being paid to play football. But this isn't just a sport for these guys. That's what everyone makes it out to be. Like, oh, you know, you're getting paid so much money, just shut up and play. And I I mean, I feel the same way about the NBA. Like, just let these guys eventually just pick their team.
1: Because at this rate, it's done. Another another thing to note for people, Rodgers is a very intelligent person. Mm -hmm. He's he's not like an old school quarterback who Terry Bradshaw, I'll tell you, he's not the smartest person. So if this yeah. was Terry Bradshaw up there in his prime, you know, don't take it for what it's worth, but it this is a smart person up there telling you. Yeah. How so, it feels.
0: I don't know. I think uh I'm just excited <clears throat> that he's playing again. I mean, I did honestly, I didn't want to see him in a Packer uniform just because I wanted him to I really wanted him to get his way, and I usually don't side with players on that. Like, I think Deshaun is dumb for signing that big contract and then asking for a trade a year later. But we all saw how that's going right now. So it's pretty much a no-brainer that he'll be there
1: until something crazy happens. Yeah, I think we did an episode where it was the one-year anniversary of him signing the contract. Yeah, we
0: did. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So we'll
0: see. Um, Obviously, a lot of football. But you know who did sign a big contract? In who NFL? Giannis onto D'Capo, oh. and then he delivered. Yeah, and you know it's funny. You started out this podcast saying you know you Aaron you're sad about that. You know I I was, but if you watched the celebration right after the game, you if you didn't root for Giannis after that, then you're not human.
1: So all right, I was gonna. I was so glad you brought that up because I was gonna bring it up. So obviously my favorite part was when he was talking about how him and Kobe started to have a mild, mild conversations and Kobe challenged him to be the MVP. And then he said, now be a champion. And, you know, Giannis was what, 23 when Kobe said that to him, 24.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: that's going to weigh heavy on him. My one thing I didn't like in it, it was probably heat of the moment. And I, I, whatever, but he said I effing and did it. I effing and did it. Not we yep. or us or how do you feel about that one? What Giannis? Yeah. What do you
0: what what do you
1: mean? He well, said would... he said I fucking won. I fucking did it. Well no. Did you... you you gotta say we. We won.
0: No, he doesn't. Why doesn't he? Look, if that was LeBron, you, no one would say that. There's no way. LeBron did it for Cleveland, and that's what the motto is. The motto, yeah, LeBron says – I mean, that's basically what happened. LeBron came back to win a championship. And if you want to watch that game again and tell me that Giannis didn't win that game for them, you're
1: crazy. Game. Game. You're right. But Eastern Conference Finals game six – and or game five and game six, Giannis wasn't even on the floor. Okay, I get that.
0: Uh, I'm not saying I know. But at the end of the day, what he's gone through in his life, that's the thing. This is like what you just said. And I'm not I might even take a shot at you on this. It pisses me off when people do that, because in the heat of the moment, he won a championship. He fucking did it. He won a championship. So he's allowed to say that because he just did something that not a lot of people are going to do. And that was probably a goal of his forever. I did it. I did something I've always wanted to do. I did, a, I did something I never thought I could do. I came from nothing. Absolutely he has the right to say that. <clears throat> Everyone knows he loves his team, and he loves Milwaukee, and he is the, one of the best teammates you can pro- possibly have. So to take that away from him in that scenario is bullshit.
1: Uh, I was just trying to ask a question, but, you know.
0: No. They, they yell at me. I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at people who say that. I know you were just asking the question. Fabulous. just
1: asking a question. It's because you're sick. Oh my gosh. For our listeners, she does not have the COVID.
0: I don't have the vid. There's RSV going around <coughs> in Northern Ohio, which is where we were. And then down in, here, we got it with our kids, all of our kids kind of ran through them. And now I'm pretty sure I have something around that lines because. I have this weird feeling in my throat where I always need to cough,
1: and it's the most annoying thing in the world. But I I think since we're moving to the Olympics, it is time to bring in our guest who responded to our question on the podcast, and then he responded to us talking to him on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bruce Reed Pelfrey. Owner of CrossFit Skyfall in Springboro, Ohio. Bruce, how's it going? I'm doing
0: good. We gotta get some cool technology like that. But Bruce, yeah. man, good to have you on here. We're excited to talk about a lot of fun things with you. Let me ask you, what do you think about Giannis
2: winning the championship since Max was trying to bird dog me?
1: Bruce doesn't watch basketball, but
2: I, I do not watch a lot of basketball, so I'm not up to date like you guys are.
0: Well, that's fine. That's good. Well, you're gonna give us a lot of other good 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 stuff here.
1: But um
0: yeah, what Max, we're talking Olympics, right?
1: Yes, sir. Um, all right. so I think the biggest thing we can all agree on that's happening is Simone Biles having a moment during the team gymnastics and then going out after one event, and she is now withdrawn from the individual. Uh, women's that are occurring tomorrow morning eastern time so tomorrow night in Tokyo and Aaron and I had a talk about this and Bruce and I had a talk about this before the podcast then I think Aaron I think we agreed in a way for the most part yeah where you
0: may have changed slightly though
1: Mine too from talking to a girl at the gym that actually coaches gymnastics and does gymnastics. Well, I didn't see the footage
0: until today. Okay. Of of her having her meltdown. I don't
1: know if you've seen that. I have. Oh but, my gosh. So how do how do you two feel? Do you think she should have pulled out because of mental issues or not? Bruce, you go first since you're our guest.
2: So, so first off, I, I did not see what exactly it, her meltdown was. Do I think it sucks for a lot of other girls out there that could have competed in, in her place? Completely. I mean, she probably does have some issues, and like, and <sighs> has every right to back out of the comp. Like, I'm 100 fine with that. Crappy situation, really, is all what you can ask for. Like being in the Olympics, that I want to say they are taking less gymnasts this year too
0: yeah
2: the final year two or three less than what they had previously so there's that less and she's not competing you know she has some issues or i could i just don't know but i wish that she would at least try you know which because it just sucks for those people that were like next in line right and
0: i agree with that and so my biggest thing is like I, I revert back to, I know Max, we talked about this a little bit. I, I revert back to the fact that she really, you know, we don't know the full story on what happened with her and the whole sexual harassment. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I bring that <clears throat> back into my head a lot. Yeah, with her. yeah. Cause
1: she was one of the girls that was sexually abused by.
0: Yeah. Matt. And you heard, yeah. yes. And you heard about it, but you didn't hear about it probably as much as you may have, may have, may should or should have heard. But at the end of the day, I mean I have I know Max I told you this I I recently just you know I'm going through a job switch and I I, I had a shit ton of anxiety and a lot I just had like my first ever panic attack recently and you know when the weight is on your shoulders yeah I don't understand why she just won worlds she's Mm. so confident she's a dominant she's won the Olympics several times why all of a sudden is this happening so there's obviously something else going on. One thing I didn't like that she said was she tried to blame her age a little bit. I'm like, you're not that old.
1: Yeah, but, you're in the prime of your athletic career.
0: Yeah, if anything, I feel like you should be more poised now. But people saying that, you know, she, you know, oh, well, you know, Michael Phelps never, never, you know, fell into the pressure. Okay, let's not say that because I don't he, think it was pressure. I really he,
1: don't. He did, though. I mean, he came out and said – Oh yeah, I, he has had. I, I yeah. felt like I was a swimmer. I didn't feel like I was a human being anymore. But yeah. he pushed through. Now he said, "If I had already had conversations with the people that have got me help, would I have kept going?" He doesn't know. So,
0: right. And I mean, you saw what happened to Ryan Lochte.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he
0: essentially fell apart. I mean, I think you can't sit here and say that she fell apart when she's already done so much. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I mean, I and the gym and gymnastics is so much different than swimming. Like, you can't compare them. I mean, Phelps can get in the pool, he can swim as fast as he can, and someone might be faster that day. Gymnastics, you know, people may be better than you, but if you mess up, that's that's how it's you on lose. you. Yeah. Simone Biles, if she, yeah, and she wasn't on her A game and she knew it. And when I saw her little meltdown where she was slamming her hands down just like you could tell in her eyes something was off like something was not right and then I listened to her full press conference and I just don't think I mean the only thing that sucks for her is everyone says well yeah someone else could have got a chance well someone else did get a chance and she killed it she did really well after Simone Biles or, or left so I mean someone got the opportunity which was good for them U.S. still took silver I mean, it's everyone acts like <laughs> right. this is the worst thing in the world. We we finished in second place. I, like,
1: I think our I think our men finished in like sixth.
0: Yeah, like calm down. Like I, I don't know. I think I think this I, I, this was just at the it was kind of the wrong timing because you know we just saw the men's basketball team lose. The U.S. women's national team lost to Sweden in a blowout, and you know Ladakhi just lost. So. A lot of things were said – it was almost like everyone was freaking out about the United States in general, but did everyone forget to look at the medal
1: count and see who's still dominating the medal count? And this goes back to what we've talked about, how culture is nowadays. I mean, Mm -hmm. even with CrossFit and with uh, cancel culture and with how social media is now, if you – so we'll start the transition into the CrossFit games. If Tia to Toomey, the best woman on earth, Bruce, loses one event, what do people say? She might be slipping. Yeah, w- loses one event. Not even, like, anything. It's just some points. It's, it's just how things are
2: now. and how. But it's exactly, you know, what have you done for me lately, yeah. not yeah. what long term. Which, I mean, like, thankfully, like, in her defense at least, like, the CrossFit games is a long event really in four or five days or however long it is. But, uh, I watch it and get tired. (laughs) (laughs) There are some pretty strenuous events, that's for sure. But, but it's one of those where she'll, she'll have an opportunity to make it back up where like, you know, and, you know, in gymnastics, like you make the slightest wrong move. You're, you know, that's, Smallest point off, and if somebody else could have another great day. And they I mean, just, you know, don't make that mistake. It's a and, small. I, I agree with you there, especially because if you don't just make a mistake, you could break your ankle.
0: <laughs> yeah. In gym, and gym same thing in CrossFit. Like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean, to interrupt you. I just wanted to say that. I I lost where I was going with that, <laughs> but
2: uh, damn it, Aaron. Aaron's a bad co-host. It's fine.
1: <laughs> but it's I mean, fun.
2: like it. You know, you know, if you don't go out on top, like, I guess, you know, if somebody leaves with like like a bad taste in their mouth or like, maybe you're not like the best in the world when you leave, then like, you know, what you to be be the winner, like if you're leaving, or or if you're still in the limelight and stuff like that be like, people just don't seem to, you know, same thing with football teams. Like you have probably people that like bounce from team to team, whoever's winning. People want to be a part of whatever's winning at the time and not, like, go through the downs and then all – and the ups, you know? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so no, before we before we keep talking about the CrossFit Games and tea Claire to me, Bruce, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your business, CrossFit Skyfall, and tell us
2: what the hell is CrossFit. All right. CrossFit Skyfall is in Springboro, Ohio, office. of – just right off the highway and stuff. So, if you're looking for CrossFit, come on in. We're uh, happy to have you and come try. Uh, uh, so, CrossFit in general is a, a very a lot lot of variety a- of exercises that you're going to be combining. So, you're going to possibly do some Olympic lifting, which you might have seen on the Olympics series of late in a class, and then also some gymnastics. So, you might do a pull up variation of some kind. Squat, you might be running in the same class, so it's a variety of movement and a variety of time domains and exercises to not only keep things fresh, but then also the goal of CrossFit really is to be, you know, a master of everything and maybe not great at any one particular thing. So, you're going to be doing powerlifting, you're going to be doing weightlifting, you're going to be doing endurance stuff, and gymnastics, so you have a Big, big variety of stuff that you're going to be doing and different skills like all but, in that and all different types of stuff so there's tons and tons of ways to kind of keep it fun and exciting but it's um, definitely something that not only like it did to come because there's something new and something different to kind of I'd say not only keep your attention but you know make, make things exciting because mm-hmm. there's always something new that you can get better or in I would say this with uh, like a grain of salt because, like, I loved powerlifting before I started CrossFit, and uh, I love just those three three lifts: bench, squat, and deadlift. But like, there's just something that uh, is unique in yourself and things that maybe you're not good at or not the best at, but to be able to do better. So, and you know, the biggest thing I think that you don't understand, and most people don't, unless they're the CrossFit realm, I guess, is the community aspect, you know, that keeps you coming. It's like you get a whole family of training partners to help push you and keep you motivated when you're there. So that's another big part that kind of helped, I would say, like keep me and uh, motivate me throughout like my full time of doing CrossFit so far.
0: Well, and, I can say one thing I respect you guys a lot, because I think I would
2: break my entire body if I didn't want to. <laughs> Well, we definitely have a, a variety of people. So it's not uh, so and what you see on TV with the CrossFit games is not what you would end up doing in a class, especially if it was your first day. No, that's like it's what, so, what we did today. What are you talking about? No, I'm just kidding. Oh no, <laughs> not,
0: I would come out right. there. I would I would walk, Bruce, I'm gonna come down there one day and I'm gonna say what are Max's best times and lifts and I would I would come down and that would be my goal on day one is to beat him in
1: everything. Wouldn't ha- wouldn't happen. <laughs> But about, like, trust me bring I'm it on sure
2: there's people doing that like they're like not to his numbers but like go to a class and just like hey my boy's here and uh i'm about to tear his numbers up and be like if you've been doing it long enough you know the workouts that like somebody like will feel good about themselves or feel like they're winning the workout at the beginning and then before you know it it's about five minutes into the workout and then they're laying on the ground like while everyone else just starts passing him in the workout. I'm, I'm gonna smoke wax. <laughs> you
1: sound you sound like Keegan.
2: And then he stopped
1: coming after I killed him and now he's now he's at the gym loving loving life and in the best shape he's probably ever been in. So I'm gonna smoke you. No you're not. It's fine. One time I'll beat you in <clears> one <throat> left on the first day. So so Bruce continuing, um, what do you tell the people and if we're old enough to where we remember those old videos that were making fun of CrossFit where those two two bros would just be throwing the barbell and every time they throw something they just yell CrossFit. So what do you tell the people that are skeptics of CrossFit and just say, Oh, you mean CrossFit that where you go to get hurt? Like and me, you- I'm not a skeptic
0: of CrossFit. I just don't do it because I've never done it. And I think I'm for me, I just prefer what I just. I'm not going to hop into something. I truly feel like my body is too weak for it. But for people that just have never tried it, who act like they're skeptics, I think if you, act, I think if you look at CrossFit and you say you're a skeptic, you're lying to yourself. I think you're just scared of it. That's all it is. I think people are just scared of CrossFit. I,
2: I think scared is a good word for that. I definitely feel like the the biggest hindrance for for just people to make that first step is that it's intimidating and then also you know CrossFit does an awesome job like you know with showcasing their big-time athletes but like they're starting to get more into like the everyday athletes so I think it has the stigma at the beginning where they're kind of trying to get back to where it's showcasing not only like the big-time athletes so the everyday athletes because if you were to come Mm -hmm. in for one like I would be with you the whole entire class, making sure that you're uh, scaling appropriately. So, like, not only we uh, would have you do the class if you were just coming to try it out, but like we would have a coach with you the whole entire class, watching you pretty much the whole time to make sure that really safely and scaling and, up appropriately. Uh, because you know, uh, yes, that is the goal is to be able to come back the next day feel good, and then also you know, like with that. You know with you not knowing and not maybe doing some of those movements before like so for one like no matter what like if i was to go do something i have no idea how to do uh, the likelihood of me either like overexerting myself or getting injured could definitely happen so we're keeping you in that window of what is you know where you're moving perfectly and safely and still getting a good workout but then you know after you join is when we would start our introductory classes which are you learning all the movements and we're taking things a little slower and understanding the language because mm-hmm. that's another part of a whole other verbiage to everything it seems like compared to probably what like you might think of one movement we might call it a totally different movement and yeah. then also it's <clears throat> intimidating when you first walk into a class and there's you know you have 10 people that all know you know what the class involves and what you are doing you know or whatever, whatever it is, is, and they know where everything's at in the class, and you have no idea. Yeah. So, so kind of doing that little handhold at the beginning, I think, well, helps alleviate a lot of that stress for people at the yep. beginning. You know, because it's intimidating if you have ten people walking, if ten people you walk into a room that know exactly what they're talking about, and you walk in here like I have zero idea what's going on. Or and, you got like, people
1: on one side of the gym doing. Push ups on their head and the other half, uh, walking on their hands. And you're like, "What the hell did I just walk into?"
2: Well, see, I've yeah. always
1: wanted to try it, and it's funny I haven't because twelve you got, doors. You got 12, Christy Armo?
0: Yeah, twelve right. doors down for me lives Christy Armo. Uh, yeah, no, I like can.
1: Yeah,
2: and she's at the games right now.
0: Yeah, she's she's on the uh, no team. Um, she is. I've met her just a couple times. Like we just said hi to each other passing. Um, my cousin, uh, in law works out at her gym and he's big into it. So cats and Andy Katzenmoyer had a CrossFit gym up here that, uh, I I don't think he has one anymore, but that was actually two doors down from the business I was working at then. And I don't know, I I've always tried, you know, I, I will come down. I'll probably give it a shot one time just to, just to see how it is. Um, I mean, one thing that I'm always about is a good workout like no matter no matter how what kind of workout i i like working out and i like you know fitness in general so uh i mean for me i'd be willing to try anything so i'm down to come down there as long as max won't be there and, and give it a run and wow
2: yeah come on down
0: Oh well i gotta come get my hat so i'll do that and then i'll stop in and be like hey max i beat all your records <laughs> or i'll beat all you know, your personal your
1: PRs not records but, but uh whatever it'll take a while <laughs> All right, but so, so surprise topic of the week for both of you, because I want to do it with Bruce on as well. So I'm gonna transition into it a little different than I normally would. Normally I just flow right into stuff because you know I'm better than Aaron. But <laughs> if I started singing Rocky Top, Aaron, Bruce is a big Tennessee fan, you know what the hell I'd be going into.
0: Okay.
1: The first mega conference as we suspected is forming the SEC will be a 16 team conference in 2025 with Texas and Oklahoma joining and they will have four 14 divisions what what, what, what do you guys what do you guys think about that i
0: mean what is texas
1: doing they
0: can't even win the big 12
1: well actually like, it's the big 8 right now there's only eight but, teams
0: right but i'm just saying like Texas goes out there
2: every year and sucks. Oklahoma, okay, maybe. but Oklahoma has terrible defense anyway. So, I mean, like, that's the issue coming into the SEC right there. That's very true. And Texas has no shot. Texas plays a
0: completely different style of football. So they have to change 100% of what they do. And I'm just saying all this is going to do is change everything. You're going to see this happen with the Big Ten. Everything's going to change.
1: So here's, here's what I suspect. And, and this goes, actually, this literally connects to the question that Bruce, Bruce asked you and me. Are we going to see these mega schools? And the answer clearly is yes with this name, image, and likeness. So you're going to have the Pac-12, Big Ten, SEC, and ACC, and everybody else. Good luck. Good luck, whatever you do, because there's
2: all the money right there. And I, that's, that's the issue right there is like, there's just too much money too much. They have won too much beforehand. Yeah. When, you know, you didn't have all these extra stuff and now like you have all people that can give more money now because they're, you know, superstars and. Yep. Mm-hmm. I want my team to keep on winning. And.
0: Yeah. We're going to, we're going to see it completely take fold. It's going to be, uh, I'm not, I mean, it is what it is. It was it was bound to happen, but I'm not I'm not a big fan of it. But I mean, so, we're going. This is what the, here soon. It's not even going to be really college football.
1: Yeah. It's, what What do you two think's going to happen to the NCAA?
0: Like, is it going to be it, a thing? No, it's not. NCAA is going to be gone. It's it's truly going to be gone. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if here soon. Uh, this is crazy talk, but you're going to see. And this won't happen, but you'll know what I mean, is you're going to see kids going – you're going to see some kind of thing form where kids don't have to go to school. They just have to go play football and go play basketball. No way. Uh, I know. It's crazy. that, But that <clears> – <throat> I almost feel like that's where this is heading.
1: If like, that happens, been, then college sports isn't college sports.
0: Exactly. And that's what I mean, though. I mean, once you start paying players and you start doing all these kind of things, I mean – the whole point of kids getting scholarships was essentially to pay them is to give them the, give them the money and, you know, the, the, the situation. So they didn't have to focus on trying to pay their schooling. It was strictly to get them in there to try to play sports and try to be good at sports and Excel and go pro in them. That's Mm -hmm. what that was. Now you're paying them for something else. So you're also going to see guys, kids, college kids who are, Good but not great at sports, but they're still getting the name, you know, the name image and likeness factor. And they're going to just go out there and make a ton of money. And they're going to be like, well, why do I need to play sports if I can make money on my own? You're going to see that. Also, little side note Tate Martell just transferred to UNLV. Jesus. You guys saw that. So, how is he still in college? I know. Did you know that Tua was in the same class as him? So, when Tua is finishing his (laughs) Third year of call of of NFL, Tate Martell will be done with college football. Let that sink in.
1: He'll be a backup, but,
0: backup slot receiver for UNLV. Yeah, essentially. So no, he'll be he'll probably be quarterback there. But
1: <sighs> yeah,
0: it's it's a joke. But I don't know. I just I don't I, I the thing is is I don't know Bruce. You probably I don't know how you feel about this, but this is going to be the most interesting two to five years watching this happen to see what happens and and how this kind of progresses.
2: I agree. There's a lot of uncertainty, like with all of this. Cause I mean, like, it's awesome. Like that these guys are going to be able to make like well-deserved money for like them being great athletes, but it is such a big change. And, you know, you raise some great questions in the sense of like, you know, why not, why don't they just stay at Oklahoma or, Texas or all these big schools for longer be like they're getting paid anyway be like I know there's like this four-year limit that they give people but who's to say that doesn't change and like you can stay at college forever and like they can be the next NFL yeah
0: I know and just I be know.
2: another division of NFL pretty much and in, instead of uh you know you moving on to that draft be like you've already been drafted now you're getting paid the same potentially you know yeah.
1: so, so I guess we looked at it from the positive side for the SEC. But it, when Texas and Oklahoma leave the Big 12, they'll be down to six teams. W- what do you do with the school like? Oh, God. They're, Baylor, they're going Baylor Kansas State. So do do four of them go to the Pac-12 and the other two go to the Big 10? Like you'll Iowa, see, State, you will see Iowa three, State to the Big 10 makes sense. You'll see three yeah. –
0: power conferences soon
1: just three so you're thinking pac-12 is done
0: i think well no i don't i don't know what's going to happen there because i think it's going to be this whole sec debacle i think you'll see team. well so right now it's power five right so you got yeah sec pac-12 big 10 um
1: acc acc and what we're not calling the big east a power i guess they still consider that the five right pack 12 big 10 sec big i don't know we're we're doing terrible we're missing a conference
0: (laughs) ac yeah i don't know but either way something's going to happen even if there is a random conference another thing is is what is notre dame going to do
1: they're going to go to the ACC. They have
0: all, to do something. At all, this
1: point. all their sports are within the ACC aside from football. Yeah. I mean, at some point it's going to have to change.
0: Like you're going to be just progressively falling short of what you need to be in. So especially for how high they hold the t- the championship, the, the turn or the conference championships now. So I don't know. It, this is crazy. Um I don't. I just want to see how it pans out. I really do because I mean, you got teams like UC, like Cincinnati, who just consistently
1: does well. C- Cincinnati needs to call the Big Ten beg. Oh yeah. What I mean, what, what do we got to do? What are we telling me do that to
0: Cincinnati out. couldn't go in there and, and be better than compete? Me. Yes.
1: And I, absolutely. I don't mean
0: compete. I mean compete. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean,
1: Illinois.
0: Oh yeah. Oh. I'm talking above that, like Indiana, who right. has put put together a good few years. Northwestern, I, I think they would fall right in that category. They have been a top twenty-five school, what the past three years, since Fickle has really taken off there. Yeah. Give them an opportunity. It's it's easy. Get, I mean, Rutgers doesn't deserve to be in there. Other schools the don't deserve man. to be in there. So you, no. Cincinnati's just sitting on the outside. Iowa State, like, I mean, over there in the Big Twelve, I mean. They are what they are, but like it's funny because people compare Iowa State and UC. If you compare them, then that means UC needs to be in a better conference. Correct. I know it's the Big East, but they dominate over
1: there in football. So, so the the rumor has always been, Ohio State doesn't want doesn't want them in the Big Ten because they're in the same state. Is that what? Yeah, that's. It. That's always been the thing, obviously. Why does that matter?
2: Yeah, I don't understand why that would matter I mean, anyway. I don't know. I mean you got <laughs> that's dumb. Well, and sadly, Ohio State's gonna
0: probably be the benefactor in that call because they are such a dominant force Cor- in that correct in that conference. So Correct.
1: Aye, 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 aye.
0: I don't know, man. I
1: don't, I, don't, I was not ready for this topic. I know you're welcome. I'm glad I could bring that up. I just wanted to make sure Bruce was going to be okay. That Tennessee was going to be the number 15 team in the
2: SEC. Team. Oh. Hey, they're bound to be ahead of of a few of those more those <laughs> teams in there. The more teams we have, the closer we're we're going to be up to the top. I'm I'm feeling this. Uh, you know, by the end of the SEC debacle here in the next two to five years or whatever, you know, we're going to get our crap together. <laughs> well, you'll be
0: ahead of Arkansas and South Carolina. Right? So. Yeah,
2: we're bound to be be ahead of them. So. And Vanderbilt because well, you know, it's too hard to get in.
0: Texas is mind-blowing to me because they have been so bad for since – I mean, really, they've been bad. I mean, they were good with Colt McCoy, but they were decent with Colt McCoy, not great. Vince Young was Vince the last Young. push
2: there, and that was, what, 14 years ago? You know, that was actually the point that – so that USC game versus Texas, that was when I really truly became a football fan watching that game right there. That game was incredible. Gr- greatest it college was, football game in history, question mark. Mm-hmm. It very well could be. I just enjoyed every moment of it. I think that was when I really started becoming a football fan and just enjoying it as much as I have.
1: Yeah. A hell of a game.
0: Yeah. Yes. I agree. I agree. Um one thing that you know, we, we haven't talked about is the, I mean, we talked about the name image and likeness thing is, you know, Saban came out and really talked about how his, you know, his quarterback was going to be yeah. making all this money. And then Ryan day, you know, came out and that's what you're going to get now is these coaches are going to be out there talking about, Oh, well, this guy's getting this, this, and this. Well, okay. Well, that, that's how they're going to try to get these guys to come. Cause yep. you know, it's going to be asked like, well, what can you give me? okay, you come to Columbus or you go down there to Bama or you go, you know, to some of these schools. I think that – honestly, I think this is I think this is really good for teams like USC in California, you know, SoCal. You're going to see yep. – oh, yeah, you're going to see these guys go out. They're going to go to – USC going to get back on the mark because of that. Texas, I don't know. There's not as much there. But Cali, like Florida, like – Miami, those schools? I don't, I don't just... know.
1: Austin's becoming the Silicon Valley of
2: Texas.
0: Austin's Austin. a sweet
2: city too. I mean
0: is, is old, that where old... is that is that where UT or Texas is?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to Austin yeah. for
0: my new job in November. Maybe I'll pop over there and ask. Go say go say hi to my boy Elon. Elon. <laughs> I know that's where their plan is. That's where their uh, their new place yeah. is over there. Oh my gosh. I just saw <gasps> Dude, I just saw an incredible golf shot in the
2: Olympics. Wow. What Bruce, do you play golf? I do. I've actually played probably the most I have uh this whole this year, like the most that I have ever. So um, nice.
0: Yeah, I haven't played that much this year, which is actually good for me because I think I'm playing better. But um no. All right. Well we're gonna speaking of Elon Musk, Max, what do you got to say over here about some electric cars?
1: I thought we were saving that. I thought we were. Well, I thought we were. I thought I thought we were going to go to a topic that made you really sad. Actually, angry, oh. sad, I don't know. The, in the, the Cleveland the sept, sept, septic tank of Ohio. Not, because we've won <laughs> more playoff games
2: than you have.
1: Whatever. So You can't it, call us that when you guys are legitimately the septic tank. All right, this is a legitimate question. I'm not trying to be racially insensitive at all. Is it true, the story, how the Cleveland Indians got their name?
0: Yes, it is true.
1: Right? Doesn't make any sense. Okay,
0: so background. The Cleveland Indians became a team in
1: 19...
0: Oh, eight? Something like that. I forget the exact year. But they named their team after one of the first players on the team who was a Native American, a.k.a. an Indian. And now they They named Indian. They named... Yes, they named them the team after him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The, the only the, thing they, the the, opposite they needed to change was get
0: rid of Chief Walker. And they did. The opposite did. of, you know, degrading a race. Is that a race? Are they a race or a religion? Race. I don't, yeah. So it's mind blowing to me. Listen, at the end of the day, you will never hear me call them the Guardians. They are the tribe until I die. Well, I, I am buying a shirt that says, Sorry they're still the Indians to me. And that's always going to be the case. I'm never a day in my life going to call them the Cleveland Guardians.
1: Well, what do you always hear people still call Washington? Oh, yeah, uh, Fitzpatrick, where'd he go? The Redskins. No, the Washington football team. You don't – But listen, I get the Redskins. I get being mad at that. I do.
0: I get the hate. I get that. – that is a very derogatory name for Indians.
1: That one is bad.
0: But an Indian? Okay, so you're telling me the Braves are going to change their name? Are the Chiefs going to change their name? It's dumb. It doesn't are, make sense why are such a big deal. the Florida
1: State Seminoles, one of the oldest colleges in America, going to change their name?
0: Yes. Like, why? Why is it that the Indians went through all this bullshit? It does, it, it bothers me. You know, the fight, at the end of the day, this is what I told my dad. Because My dad is the biggest – Diehard Indian fan I've ever met Other than myself And probably more than me And I have another buddy who is too At the end of the day I have to just be happy that the Cleveland
1: Whatever team <laughs> They're still there So what's the story behind Guardian Darren Tell, tell Bruce and I what, what does Guardians mean The Guardians is The
0: statues that look over the bridge In Cleveland to protect the traffic They literally Name their team <laughs> after Stone
1: <laughs> For real? Yes. I thought it was something cooler than that.
0: No, it's not. That's what it is. And so they've been there forever, like hundreds of years. They or maybe a hundred years, I don't know exactly. but they that's what they named it after. Is the these huge stone, you know, looking gargoyle mfers looking over the the traffic bridge that you know, to protect the traffic. That's what the Guardian is.
1: I thought it was something cooler than that.
0: No, it's not. So and it's it's I just it's not a great so story, that's for sure. No, yeah. and and it's funny because like everyone made it out like, oh look at this is what it's named after. Like, are you kidding me? There's also something called traffic lights that help <laughs> know, with traffic. So I just so when I got that when I got the notification, it came over my phone. I think I was actually with your best friend Mike Pisani because he was up at Lake Erie with me.
1: That's so good. and.
0: I, I mean, I knew it was coming, but I didn't, there were just, I didn't know it was in. coming that quick. No, I didn't either. And I don't understand why they rushed it. And the logo looks like they tried to pull like the major league, like the actual oh, yeah. like, major league movie. Oh, and yeah. They, they, they went on like the Microsoft clip art yep. and just like <laughs> copy and pasted something like I could have done that logo. So it's, a that, joke. Was,
1: that was like the Chargers first logo. And then everyone was like, Is this real? And then it changed it really fast. I think this is the reaction they're getting because maybe
0: that's why they did it now because they're like, well, if everyone will change it. it. Yeah. And at the end, like I said, at the end of the day, I'm happy we have a team. I don't like that Dolan still owns them because he does. Yeah. Dolan still owns them. Until Dolan gets rid of the team, we will never be anything
1: because he will not spend money. I I had no idea he's still on the team. Yeah.
0: One of these next. One of the next few uh, Mount Rushmores, I want to do one by myself and just tell you, like, my top eight players that the Indians have let walk. Fun fact for you here. Kenny Michael. No, well, Laughlin wasn't Indian at the end. But let me just tell you real quick, the recent one, not Frankie, Michael Brantley. Do you know who Michael Brantley is, Max?
1: He's your favorite player, right?
0: My favorite player. Michael Brantley – was a 300 hitter, silver slugger award winner, got hurt for a year, didn't play a lot, came back the next year, batted about 320, which is fantastic, right? So he's been gone for three years. These past three years, he has batted an average of 320, and right now he sits at third place overall in the entire league at 326. And we didn't sign him to a $14 million year contract. That's all he wanted, and he wanted to stay in Indiana.
1: He went to Houston for hey, fourteen million. Hey, do do Bruce and I a favor? Take take a drink real quick. Take a sip. Take a sip. God damn. It. All right, you feel better? Three twenty six. It's
0: hitting
2: too close to home. Yeah, it's I just think, that, that. I
1: think we need to move on.
0: That was the one that hurt. So yeah, you you started this. Don't blame me.
1: I thought no, you wanted to talk about your Cleveland Guardians, not not to be confused with the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Cleveland. No, but uh, but,
0: I mean, I'm just saying. Do you think they they could get confused? (laughs) Yeah, they
1: could. I'm just saying we might see
0: some aliens come down and say, "Hey, you need to change the name because we're offended," because you know they're going to get their panties in a bunch.
1: But yeah, anywho, I think I think it's time to honor. Our four presidents, as we normally do every week, it's time for our Mount Rushmore. I like this one, Bruce.
2: You are the guest; you get to start. So, so tell me exactly how how this all works. I've I've listened to you guys <sighs> do it, so but, uh, tell me exactly how everything rolls. I guess we haven't yeah.
1: recap this in a while, have we?
2: No. Go ahead, Max. So,
1: producer. so we decided that. We wanted something to be tied into every episode every week, and we decided it would be a Mount Rushmore of anything and everything. So Aaron and I sometimes do a combined Mount Rushmore. Uh, This week we'll do a separate one, since we have a guest, so we'll actually have three Mount Rushmores this week, of your favorite, and no, we cannot repeat, Bruce, Aaron, we cannot repeat each other. I'm pretty
0: positive I won't have most of yours, because you guys are the, the fitters of the cross. So
1: yeah, but you've Olympic lift. So so yeah. any any and every lift. Maybe maybe if you want to include running or something weird like that, if you're a freak, um, go ahead. But I don't if
0: anyone says running, I'm ending the podcast.
1: <laughs> I don't think I don't think any any of us are gonna say running, especially not Bruce.
2: Yeah, I don't exactly care for running particularly. So well, Bruce, you lead us off, buddy. What's your favorite lift? All right. I would say my favorite lift.
1: You got four mm. of these, so. All right, so got- all right, I got
2: four. I'll go with uh, with probably my close to my heart, the bench press.
1: Attaboy! I, I knew he was. I knew he was going there.
2: What an asshole!
1: <laughs> if If he knew Bruce at
2: all, you knew he was going to bench press.
1: That's
0: all I want, in my life. What's your max
2: ever on bench press? So the best that I've done um like raw would be I've hit three seventy-five. Woo! That's up there.
0: That's up there. Maxi, what's yours? Ever? Yeah. 335 twice. Man. I'm just sitting here happy I did three plates once. That's that's three fifteen right
2: there. Wasn't that like yeah, a man. month
0: ago? Yeah, it was. It was. It was recently. Uh, all right, Aaron, I'm going to give me a go. Ooh. I want to go with a lift that I started doing about six months ago, like, religiously, and I've noticed so many hashtag gains. Wow. It is the dumbbell pullover. So when you're sitting on a bar or laying on a bar, take a dumbbell, and you go kind of over your head, bring it back behind your head, and you bring it all the way back up, and you just feel it all throughout so tricep your extension? No.
2: So 7%. this one, it, it's like uh Do you know what so, I mean? I, I I know I know the movement, but so Max, what you're really thinking about is if, um, so very similar to like a a skiish movement. So okay. if you're lying on your back on the bench and you put your hands over your head, yeah, and then you just bring them over top of your chest and then bring them back down. It's almost like if you're holding a dumbbell right there, and you're and you're just kind of stretch out your lats and your chest and then you oh literally pull it over almost like a um kind of like if you were skiing halfway down so you're just kind of using your lats and your chest to kind of pull in so the first time i did that i didn't feel it really
0: and i'm like wow like this lift is overrated but everyone have told me everyone's told me about it i woke up that next day i was like oh my god like the soreness, and I, this was like prime middle of working out where I typically wasn't super sore after a workout. So I mean, it was insane, and I still do it to this day. Every time I do any kind of back workout, I do it at least, at least you know, four sets of twelve once a week, and I, it's it's incredible. It's my favorite workout easily. Handled. What
1: do you use? Twenty pounds? <laughs> Twenty five?
0: <laughs> no, I I don't know. I think it's usually sixty or sixty five. So well, I mean it's it's he- it, heavy. Well, I'm very strong. Wow. <laughs> okay, Max, go ahead with your favorite.
2: Oh. Yeah, let's hear yours. I'm interested to hear this. Um, I am too, because he only gets so much movement
1: because he's so small. Exactly. That's why. I, <laughs> that's why I go with the deadlift.
0: Yeah, that, that ain't sense. too bad. That's a, that's a fun one.
1: Yeah. What is it like? Three and a half inches. That <laughs> I got. That I that I got to pull off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce is, like, an inch taller than me, so just saying. Yeah, I'm not too much taller than you. No. No, yeah. Oh, that's good. All
2: right, Bruce, what do you got? All right, quick question for both of you. Uh, when you first started lifting, did you think sumo deadlift was cheating?
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just laugh at that because I come from the powerlifting background where that's originally what I kind of – powerlifting wise was what I used when I competed and stuff. So but it's that's just funny. When he, like
1: in, in our defense, that's when we had stupid football coaches that didn't know how to lift going. Yeah. what, What's that? What's that thing you doing there? So that, that's right. So that's, right. That, that's our defense, Bruce.
2: That's fair. That's fair. You're only good as the uh, people uh, like helping you out. Right. And in the information that you got. I get it. I get it. Well, all right, so that's your second is a sumo. That isn't my second. So my second is actually the snatch. Oh the Olympic hey, lift. I hey, nice that snatch, is, Bruce. Yep. The snatch is my favorite. And it has so many innuendos, like it's in CrossFit, it's fucking ridiculous. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but it is probably my second favorite. Like it's my favorite Olympic lift over the clean and jerk for sure. Wow. That's, that's close. I like it. I'm like. surprised
1: by that one. Aaron?
0: I'm going to go... Max, since it's my turn, you can't jump back. I'm going to go... I'm not. Close grip, incline, any kind of press. I, lo- I usually use a barbell. But I'm going to go close grip on that. Um, probably my favorite just because you really feel it in your triceps and your shoulders and your chest. So it's kind of a combination lift for me. Um, I typically do it on a bench day, but I do my bench day on Monday so I can kind of hit a couple other areas and then kind of dive deeper into those other workouts later in the week. But it kind of gets everything going and it's really, really good for upper body. I like me a solid incline bench. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I haven't done one in a while, but I've always enjoyed them.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, Max, what do you got?
1: Um, so Bruce actually said it a second ago, but I'm going to go ahead and take it. A, a power clean and push jerk. Not a Man. power clean and push press, a power clean and push jerk.
2: Going with the power clean.
1: Yep. I used to love power clean. Man. I just remember doing cleans in high school and thinking now that I actually
2: know how you're supposed to do them, like what the hell I know. were we doing? Oh, I was the same way. I was like, I don't even think. Also, I had a front rack position to hold no, the bar. N- no. I remember. I'm pretty sure I just gripped it and ripped it to get it to like. I think the first one or one of the ones that I remember doing is like 185. Like I just pulled it up to my shoulders and somehow pressed it up over my head. But yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. Like if I look like crap because everyone there, we were all trying to do it and all look like. I can remember some people doing it just looking back like, how did we not like kill ourselves? Hundred
1: percent. Yep. Same.
2: Same. I did it. All right, All right my my third one is going to be, I would say, pull-ups will be number uh, number three. Because you're so good, them. See, it's I, can't do, bias that sense. I can't do pull-ups
0: anymore because I have a uh, golfer's elbow really bad. So I actually have to use straps with, like, this metal clip. For any kind of lat pull downs or anything that have that has to do with gripping, because my my how old are you? Right, I know Jesus. it's horrible. So it was actually it was so bad uh, two years ago. I couldn't even probably two and a half years ago. I couldn't even grip my briefcase. What like Love that's that. how bad it got. Yeah, it got to a point where I hey, I couldn't golf. I couldn't do anything, and it, that's actually when I when I gained a ton of weight because I just stopped working out because I was so depressed about it. Um, even like normal bicep workout turn it like just you know dumbbells anything like i could not grip a anything i I, then i started wearing a strap but it just all it did was like help it for a minute and then i'd take that strap off and like all the pain would come back so Hmm. it it sucked man it really did but um that's i love pull-ups and i hate that i can't do them anymore i i try every once in a while but like i'll do like two and then i'll just feel like the tingle and i'm like nope not worth it do you do art, right, Bruce? Do you do the what are the what are the muscle ups?
2: Keeping? Yes. Well, that's <laughs> another, I guess, variation
0: of it.
2: But no. what Not is it? Do, now, do. Is that the
0: one where you go? Is that the one where you go all the way above the bar? Yeah. Yes. Is, or what is the one where they kind of like row or like go like just fast motion like
1: butterfly butterfly pull ups. Okay, that's what and that's what girls do in the uh. Or do guys do that too? Guy everyone does that. If you have them in CrossFit, you guys do that. Probably too. do them. Yep. Okay. Y'all are crazy. Aaron, like I, get, I can feel my shoulder like disconnecting when I see that. I have a guess what your thermos is, but go ahead. What do you think it is? I I feel like you're doing all these weird ones. You're going to say like a skull crusher or something funny because that's it that that was one of my favorites um
0: but no for this one i was gonna do i do a lot of uh one of my favorite bicep workouts is taking two dumbbells smashing them together kind of and going between your legs and just doing normal curls with those um i don't know what that's called exactly but so you just kind of like your testicles and such and, and, yeah <laughs> that's <laughs>
1: what you
2: do with the dumbbells just smash them and then curl <laughs> Yeah, Got it. so okay. I
0: put the, I I kind of clink I clink them together, keep them together, spread my legs real wide, and then just kind of bring them up inside, and I feel like it really hits that interior, you know, muscle, and yeah, I that's probably one of my favorites because the one where I feel the most burn. Um
1: and, and I mean, I'm gonna go. I
0: I think that just curls in general, like my I always end my bicep workouts with. You
1: should probably a, be doing doing this in a Arnold Schwarzenegger accent.
0: Arnold, but because. Uh, it's because it's good for you no but one of my favorite things to do in biceps after a long bicep workout is just hitting like a like a a quick burnout where i go 25 i can start 25 pounds 25 20 15 10 5 and i go eight reps 10 reps 12 reps 15 reps Twenty and then fifty of the five pounds, and like it's funny because you think that five pounds so easy, and then you start repping them out, and your arms are just on fire. So it's one of my favorite things to do. But I'd just say any kind of curl in general.
1: Come on, Max. Um, Running the rack right there. Oh we're we're losing. We're thinking hard. Thinking um, hard on the third one. So I'm you, Aaron. You kind of stole my thunder, but I was I was actually going to go with bar muscle ups. That, that is a. So is that an Olympic movement, Bruce? Like a gymnastic Olympic gymnastic movement or a cross? Movement?
2: I I would call that more of a gymnastics movement. I mean, you'll see like even like on the double bar, single bar stuff and.
1: Oh, they do like, like that's what they're they're using a different style yeah. of
2: bar muscle up than like we. Right. All
1: right. Yeah, that was my third one. So Bruce, oh, that's
0: right. Yeah.
2: All right, Bruce, you're but, up yeah, for the uh, last one for your four. It's a gymnastics movement. Okay. All
0: right, Bruce. What's the fourth?
1: So I can hear him talking in the other room, but I think uh, I think we're starting to lose him on the app.
0: Uh-oh. That's right. You guys are with each other.
1: We, cool. are. we are. We're in my house. Yeah, you Hello? Hello? yeah we're Not, near you now. now. we can. Can you hear me now? Yep. Can, can you, you guys hear me still? No, maybe. Uh, uh, can, can you hear me now? Me now? No, um,
2: no right, pressure. So, it's your last one. I would say... I know my last one. This is this is a high pressure situation. I've i started, started out in this conversation where I was like had a brisk uh, sweat going because I was a little nervous. <laughs> don't Finishing be like, with it too. Don't be like Simone uh, too soon. Bad joke. Uh, sorry. <laughs> maybe maybe too soon. Maybe too soon. All right. All right. Um. Hmm. To finish it off, I would say. Man, I'm gonna have to go with the devil press. Ooh, yeah, that's, con, that's, that's yeah. gonna be number four. Jesus, you're psycho. So, so this and, movement is like pretty much two movements combined. Three. So, right? so uh, I mean, kind of. So it's a burpee with a. <laughs> and <in done>. <laughs> that's all I had to say. We're done. <laughs> nope, I'm out. <laughs>
1: hang on let him finish describing I'm, what a I'm not even is. done I'm
2: not even done with this movement yet so it's a burpee you chest and thighs hit the ground your hands are on the dumbbell and then you jump up and you'll end up taking those d- both dumbbells up and overhead after that so that's your ending of the movement is you being fully extended with both dumbbells overhead
0: that count is running and I'm going to disqualify that from the competition. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's like running in place, probably.
0: (laughs) I don't like it.
2: I hate it, hate it, hate it. Uh oh. Okay, I'm not coming to CrossFit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we just did those, what, Monday?
2: Is that Monday? Uh, Saturday,
0: Saturday. That makes me want to
1: drive. No, thank you.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so hard. Oh my god, no way. All right, so for me, oh man. There's so many options and Max kind of called my one, so I can't use skull crusher. So thank you very much, Max. Um, I'll just go straight up shoulder press. Um, I felt, I actually had a shoulder injury, believe it or not. i talk about all the things that are wrong with me, um, which kind of limited me on shoulders. And I was really loving shoulder presses for so long. Um, just seeing, you know, increasing, you know, muscle definition in that area. Um, just shoulder press in general. Just it's it's a feel good workout, and I feel like it's just a you know it's, it's a good pump up and and gets me going for any kind of shoulder workout. So definitely, definitely got to add shoulder press in there. And when I do shoulder press now, um, I usually do lower weight, and I in, I actually do just a, a standard hammer curl into a shoulder press. So um, kind of the next step for me is that. But um, any kind of shoulder press in that that area would be mine.
1: Fair, everyone. Yeah. Everyone like everyone likes to get shoulder. Mm-hmm. Little shoulder
0: mm-hmm. pump, Rex Pittsinger. Pets, little shots, oh, sexy oh,
1: Rexy. Oh Rexy, yeah, valid, valid- native.
0: The shoulder king of the world. God, yeah. when we when when we would find out it was a shoulder day, he would just get so giddy for work for football. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll never forget that. But all right, Max, end us off. What we got? Uh, so my last one is something I could do for a brief period of time, and then I. Jacked up my wrist actually doing it, so I still like it though. Uh, they are called handstand walks, Aaron. So you literally walk on your hands for I, dist- distances.
0: I know what it is.
1: Yeah. So uh, last year, last year at the CrossFit Games, Matt Fraser did a hundred-yard handstand walk without breaking. He went. I feel like hundred like yards do that. on his hands.
2: That's dumb. Just a straight football field. No big deal.
1: Yeah.
0: Jesus, I'm one hundred. I'm 100. I couldn't do a yard. That's why he's
1: the GOAT. Yeah. The The hardest thing is kicking up into it and balancing yourself. Bruce, would you say?
2: He's got, uh, he's got I, his own. I think, I think initially that's probably the hardest part is just getting comfortable to be able to have some momentum going forward with your body weight. Yeah. Once you get up there and you're comfortable with that and understand a, a little bit how to fall, so like kind of tucking and rolling a little bit, you know, your classic gymnastics uh, class there. But yeah. uh, but after that, then it's a matter of really just like probably like volume, just like anything else. Like you got to do it a lot and you got to be able to withstand like that, you know, fatigue of your core and your shoulders and all that stuff. So, but yeah, I do think that it is, tough especially at the beginning to trust yourself to like put your hand over hand when you have that ma- majority of your body <laughs> leaning over right. top of you and you're upside down nonetheless so I mean it's it's hard enough in that that you're upside down
0: There's zero part of me to do that all I want to do is not that
1: so would you guys consider we just pretty much borrowed out for the last 15 minutes or so
0: is, Probably. That, uh, yeah. is
1: that pretty much what that was I yeah, brows. Totes. Totes. As
0: I sit here and watch a guy golfing with a mullet. Like, good Cl- lord. There's a guy
1: in the CrossFit Games that has a mullet. Yeah, but he's allowed.
0: He's like, also he's
1: also mullet. what, twenty one Madeira? Yes, something yeah. like that. Twenty one two maybe. Oh gosh. Yep, so Bullying. if you don't if you wanna if you wanna know what CrossFit is, just look up Matt Frazier and Tia Claire Toomey. And that's CrossFit on another level.
2: Yeah, that isn't the normal level. That is the – just like you think of like your super pros on football, and then you have, you know, your everyday uh, kids athletes that are playing like flag football. Like there are tons of levels just like that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think that about wraps this
0: up. Um, Obviously, the next episode is the big one. So we're gonna give away a hat. Episode twenty five. We need to we need to get some people in that. So we're gonna to have to do a little networking and social media interacting these next couple of days. So pay attention to that. Uh, hop in that, Bruce.
2: How's the hat fit? Good, good. I've been wearing it around. I'm trying not to get it too sweaty. Yeah. Well, luckily, Max picked, you know,
0: the best of the best, I'm sure. So, if you get a little sweaty, we will be all right. But, uh, Bruce, we want to say thank you for coming on. I mean, we had a fun time with you this time, and it's always fun to have a guest on. And fun to have someone on here who can really, you know, talk with us and, and bullshit with us and got, got a fun conversation of some good workouts. So, even though I will never probably come into your gym now, but I'm scared. <laughs>
2: Yep, I will try to not program the devil press when you come.
0: That's that's right. You won't. So I just (laughs) say no. It's all right. I just say no. I'm very good at saying no to things. So um, I don't do what I don't want to do. But now, Max, uh, any last words?
1: Nope. If you're ever ever in the Dayton area, CrossFit Skyfall, uh, Bruce got an address, or just tell everybody it's off 73, off 75.
2: Yeah, just look us up on Instagram, Facebook, Google. Uh, I'm sure you have a smartphone. So especially if you're listening to this. You have to to watch James Bond Skyfall first. Yes. So you should because in reality, like, if you read the definition, it's exactly exactly what you think. So if you're listening to this, you should look up the definition of Skyfall. Yeah, I love that.
1: There you
0: go. Yeah. Well, I love it, uh, guys. As usual, like, share, subscribe, follow, and send out some good notes for us. But and make sure you guys send us or put a review up on the podcast. We'd love to see those coming through. Uh, yep. We're lucky to have all five stars so far, which is hilarious because we suck. But we have a lot of fun when we do this. Hey, we um, don't
1: suck. But I just want to tell you one thing before you officially sign yourself: go Guardians. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, goodbye.
2: (laughs) Peace.